you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs and welcome to The Great America Show. Thanks for joining us. The embattled first son, Hunter Biden, has been indicted by special counsel David Weiss. Hunter indicted on three counts relating to false certifications in a gun purchase in which he lied about using narcotics. At the time he made that application for buying the firearm, Hunter was a heavy crack and cocaine user. Special counsel David Weiss brought these charges against Hunter Biden. One count of making a false and fictitious statement intended and likely to deceive the gun dealer with respect to the lawfulness of the sale of a firearm. One count of lying on Form 4473 that he was not an unlawful user of and addicted to any stimulant, narcotic drug, and any other controlled substance. And one count of possessing a firearm knowing he was an unlawful user and addicted to drugs. If convicted, Hunter could face up to 25 years in prison for those crimes. It's noteworthy that Weiss did not bring a single charge against Hunter Biden in connection with the tax-related offenses that the then-U.S. attorney was investigating, like defrauding the federal government. I also believe it's outrageous, and if you still doubt the fixes in for Hunter, think about this. Don't you find it more than just a little odd that the only charge Hunter Biden was indicted on is the one and only crime that doesn't link him directly to Joe Biden? I think that's very instructive. Now that Hunter Biden's been charged this week, I'm sure we can soon expect another round of retaliatory investigations or perhaps indictment of President Trump has happened each time anyone has stepped forward to come out against the Bidens. And while Hunter Biden deals with his indictment, Joe Biden is forced to deal with the Congress's impeachment inquiry of the president and his involvement in Hunter's business dealings. 
Yesterday, Speaker McCarthy was asked by the left-wing Associated Press why McCarthy had launched an impeachment inquiry, quote, without any evidence, end quote. Listen to McCarthy dress down the Marxist M activist, so-called AP journalist. What impeachment inquiry is to do is to get answers to questions. Are you concerned about all the stuff that was just recently learned? Do you have any concern? Have you asked the White House any questions? Yes. Okay. Do you agree that, do you believe the president lied to the American public when he said he'd never talked to his son about business dealings? Yes or no? It's all right. I can't answer that. You, You can't answer that? Do you believe when they said the president went on conference calls? Do you believe that happened? That's what the testimony says. Okay. Yeah. Do you believe the president went to Cafe Milano and had dinner with the, with the clients of Hunter Biden, who believes he got those clients because he was selling the brand? That's what the testimony says. Okay. Do you believe Hunter Biden, when you saw the video of him driving a Porsche, that he got $143,000 to buy that Porsche the next day? Do you believe the $3 million from the Russian oligarch that was transferred to the shell companies that the Bidens controlled after the dinner from Cafe Milano took place? So the testimony. Okay, then I go back. Do you think the president lied that he... When but he is said, that an impeachable? Is lying an impeachable? Well, you want, you want to know... I'm not saying impeachment. All I'm saying is I would like to know answer to these questions. The American public ought to know. And that's what impeachment inquiry provides. It sounds like McCarthy's finally come up to speed with the evidence that Chairman James Comer and Chairman Jim Jordan have produced in these investigations. In just a few moments, we'll be joined by Congressman Scott Perry. He's the chairman of the House Freedom Caucus. He was in a meeting yesterday with McCarthy, where the Speaker of the House laid out the roadmap forward for the impeachment inquiry. President Trump is awaiting his own trial in four criminal cases, and one of those is in Fulton County, Georgia with the Marxist Dem District Attorney Fannie Willis, and it seems Trump got his first victory. Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee ruled that Trump won't stand trial in October, as the Marxist Willis had pushed for, and rejected Willis's bid also to have all 19 co-defendants tried together. Defendant Sidney Powell and Kenneth Cheesebro file for a speedy trial and will head to trial next month. But the judge warned the rest of the defendants in the case could also be split up and tried separately. A federal judge in Texas this week ruled that the Obama-era DACA program is illegal. Judge Andrew Hannon agreed with the Texas government and eight other state governments that DACA is unconstitutional. Judge Hannon wrote in his 40-page ruling that the solution for these deficiencies lies with the legislature, not the executive, nor the judicial branches. Congress, for any number of reasons, has decided not to pass DACA-like legislation. The executive branch can't usurp the power bestowed upon Congress by the Constitution, even to fill a void. The judge clearly saying President Obama overstepped his boundaries when implementing the illegal program for children of illegal immigrants. The case will now head back to the Supreme Court, where that court is likely to hear arguments for a third time. Turning now to one of the world's most voluble disruptors of elections, none other than George Soros, it turns out elections aren't the only thing Soros interferes in and influences dramatically. Get ready for this one. Breitbart News reporting that the Native American activist group 
that succeeded in forcing the Washington Redskins football team to change their name was funded by none other than George Soros. It seems there's no end to Soros' influence, whether elections or football teams, you name it, Soros seems to be involved. Joining us now, as promised, is the chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, Congressman Scott Perry. Congressman, great to have you with us here on The Great American Show again. And, as always, welcome. The Republican Conference had a very important meeting laying out the steps forward in the Biden impeachment inquiry. Can you tell us how the impeachment inquiry will go and and how your briefing went with the speaker? Well, the inquiry is necessary, Lou, because, and thanks for having me on, by the way, good morning. The inquiry is necessary because we've kind of reached our limit of what we can do without the special provisions of the inquiry. And so we need to be issuing subpoenas. We need to see all the bank records. Understand, and I think you do know this, Lou, you've probably been, maybe many Americans haven't been keeping up with the news, but I know you have. There's a mountain of evidence that leads to Uh, what looks like what appears to be high-level corruption in the Biden family. And when I say a mountain of evidence, I'm talking about not only the stuff that uh, is evident on Hunter Biden's laptop, but the stuff from the bank records we already received, and they they were born out of the suspicious activity reports, numerous suspicious activity reports. And what they are is, is the bank sees something suspicious being conducted, and they have to report it to the to the Treasury. And we're talking about volumes of these suspicious activity reports that show that something nefarious is happening. We're up to and including $20 million, maybe more, transferred to the Biden family. And when I say the Biden family, we don't know the extent of that. And that's one of the problems, which is why we need the subpoena power that the, uh, the, that the inquiry will afford us. So we need to know where all the money came from, where it went to. That's unclear right now. And of course, in, in all of this, what were these foreign actors paying for? What was the service? What was the product that the Biden family was providing? And what was Joe providing in, in this family enterprise? Understand that, that folks like the, the president's daughter-in-law received some of these payments. What was she providing? What service or what product was she providing? And we also know that uh, that the, that the president used a pseudonym. It made his own name up for communications. The, literally thousands of them at this point. We only know some of them, but at least on some of them, you know, you might understand the president making a pseudonym for email uh, traffic between uh, and communication between his family. But that would be what time is the family picnic? How is your daughter? Is everything okay at home? That's not what did the what did the member of Burisma, the corrupt uh, energy company in Ukraine, what did they say? What is their interest in our policy in America? What are we doing about that? That shouldn't be the conversation. And so we need to see the rest of those emails. Uh, as you know, uh, uh, Lou, there, like I said, there's a mountain of evidence here pointing to corruption, and I'm just kind of scratching the surface here, but $20 million is not an insignificant amount of money. The suspicious activity reports are there for a reason. 20 separate shell companies, that only, you only do that if you're trying to launder money. Laundering money in itself is illegal. What was Joe Biden's connection to these things? If he wants to have his name cleared, 
he can either be forthcoming himself and provide all this information or we're going to have to go find it. But right now it's headed in the other direction. It's not heading in the direction of clearing his name. It's heading in the direction of in implicating him very directly in which lo what looks like money laundering, influence peddling and uh, and and maybe uh, uh, bribery and extortion. And those are very significant allegations and potentially crimes. We simply, the American people need to know. And none of this, Lou, none of this would be happening. None of this information would be available to the American people who wouldn't know any of this if it weren't for Republicans being in charge of the Congress. The Democrats would have completely swept this under the rug and this would have been gone for all time. Well, the Democrats are still sweeping and they're sweeping even harder now. Uh, you're up against what looks to me to be not only the crime of uh, actually, this nation's history. Uh, this is vast corruption on the face of it. What the public already knows is a result of the four investigating committees. What those committees have produced to this point is without question probable cause for an impeachment, let alone an impeachment inquiry. That's in exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right, Lou. This is probable cause. We, we are proceeding judiciously. We never want to besmirch someone's reputation unduly. But these are the things that that the president, the president's family have engaged in themselves. And we have a duty of oversight. When you get credible references uh, and reports from FBI informants that say that the president of the United States extorted someone, that is very concerning. And, and, and either we trust the FBI or, or, or we trust the president who says he doesn't know anything about his son's business dealings. Now, we already know that's a lie. That was already a lie because we also know the president not only met with these people, uh, but called into board meetings and had conversations with them. So if there's one lie, how many other lies are there? And so the credibility is in question here of the claims that there's nothing to see. We have a duty. The American people need to know that their president isn't selling out their country for his own personal gain. It seems almost without question that that is precisely what confronts the, the, the people of this great country, uh, that our president has done precisely that. There is no other, there is no uh, idealistic uh, response to the, poss to the question, why did the Biden family receive all of this money from foreign nationals who also happen to be malign actors? Uh, but what we also now are facing, and I want to get to this uh, in, in some detail, we're looking at a Justice Department, a Internal Revenue Service, uh, a FBI, uh, an intelligence community uh, across the board that have been involved on its face again. It's prima facie evidence of a cover-up, and yes. it goes on and on. And this Biden regime has without question been engaged in cover-ups, uh, leaving open a number of issues, including within that, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, Merrick Garland, Christopher Ray, yes. and... What about those intelligence chiefs, all of whom happened to have been intelligence chiefs in the Obama intelligence community uh, and his his role in all that transpired from 2015 and 16 forward to this very day in the political persecution of Donald Trump and the absolute pillaging of this country by this administration? Yeah, it is breathtaking. And, and Lou, I think it is hard for Americans to fathom 
and to come to terms with the fact that not only their president, but the agencies that they so revered that you just named, the Department of Justice, the FBI, the CIA, uh, you know, the IRS, maybe not revered, but certainly respected. And, right. and you wanted to at least trust them for doing the right thing, that they could all be part of uh, covering up these uh, potentially fantastically uh, exorbitant crimes by the by the president of the United States when he was the vice president of the United States or maybe even before that. And so it's you know, if you're watching some of the mainstream news outlets, you're never going to know this stuff. And, and so Americans may be just waking up to this. But this laundry list that that I've given and that you've already also added on to is just something that the American people are going to have to come to terms with. Everything I've told you and everything you said remain fact at this point. I mean, this Andrew Weiss, who was who was supposed to be prosecuting Hunter Biden and had now been put on as a special counsel, they, they, he didn't prosecute him at all and was willing to let him go on all these crimes that that aren't refuted. The media, the mainstream media is not refuting these crimes at all. But but there are other ones that they're not even discussing. Where is the foreign uh, foreign agent uh, the lack of foreign agent registry for Hunter Biden. Where is that crime? Yet they wanted to throw people like Mike Flynn in jail for this when he was the then the appointed uh, 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 a member of, of, of Trump's security uh, team, national security team. I mean, the, 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 the duplicity and the, and the two standards here are unreconcilable and the American people demand and deserve accountability. And you are intent on bringing that accountability. And uh, we're talking with Congressman Scott Perry. He is the chairman of the Freedom Caucus. And the Freedom Caucus, by the way, is responsible for the fact that this uh, 118th Congress has the powers that it does possess to move forward with investigations. And uh, we're going to ask you as we return here, Congressman, about just how far does this go? And exactly what is the schedule for the Congress now in rooting out this vast, massive corruption of not only our White House, but the entire federal government? We'll be back with Congressman Scott Perry. Stay with us. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. We're back with Congressman Scott Perry, chairman of the Freedom Caucus. And Congressman, uh, 
we know that the Democrats are going to fight you all the way. We know sure. that they're going to hide. There is no there's it's a it's a candy rock mountain to think that uh, uh, suddenly Joe Biden is going to turn state's evidence against himself, his entire family and the vast federal government that he has played a heavy hand in corrupting uh, throughout. So what is your schedule? How soon do subpoenas go out and how aggressive are we going to see these four committees be? Well, if it were up to me, Lou, uh, the subpoenas would already be issued. But of course, the the announcement just came days ago. So there's going to be some coordination required between the various committees about who subpoenas whom and what bank records. But I would think that that needs to be happening. It is Thursday. That needs to be started happening by the end of the week. These folks need to be called in. The bank records need to be subpoenaed. And, and Lou, I think we also need to be start looking overseas because of the allegations uh, uh, from the FBI whistleblower about how the money is being laundered and how it's being hidden from view from the American people and from Congress. And, and, and I just do want to comment a little bit on, you know, your, your comment that, you know, we can't expect Joe Biden to turn state's evidence. Well, even if Joe Biden did turn state's evidence, what makes us believe that the state would actually receive that evidence? And when I say that, the FBI, the Department of Justice, the IRS, they've already shown a willingness to cooperate and be complicit in these crimes. And so that's the other side of this, this equation, Lou. Not only must we investigate the Biden crime, what looks like a Biden crime syndicate, but now we must also fully investigate the agencies, including the Department of Justice, the FBI, the IRS. And so I think that subpoenas need to be to Christopher Ray, to Merrick Garland, to the IRS, to the CIA, you name it. They need to be dragged in. We need all their documentation. We need to know what coordination was made, especially on the prosecution of Hunter Biden, because we need to know that justice is blind. And it sure doesn't appear to me uh, that justice has been blind in this case. And if it hasn't been blind in this case, how deep does that rat hole go? Well, I think we, we I think we all at least instinctively, intuitively know the answer to that. It goes deep. It goes very high in our federal government. Uh, it is pervasive across every agency and every department of the federal government. The federal government is no longer under the control of the American people. No. Our consent is not required. Uh, we are right now nothing more than uh uh, this is a, a modern uh, day serfdom that has been created by this Marxist dim uh, coalition that is running the federal government. And and people have to just start with that beginning. I, I mean, you're talking about the American people and how little they right now uh, understand. I think that they understand far more than the Congress, frankly, uh, and certainly the Senate. Uh, give them credit for. 70% of those people surveyed know that these indictments against President Trump are all of them politically motivated. They Joe Biden's approval rating is the lowest since Jimmy Carter. This the national left wing media wants to ignore these realities. But the reality is the American people are waking up. They are absolutely appalled. They're shocked to their souls that their government could be this and that they would be the designated enemy of our own federal government. Without a doubt, that's that's the circumstances in which we find ourselves. And regardless of what the leftists say, regardless of what the corporate media says, we have a duty to trudge on, to find this information, to make sure it's known, and to pursue 
accountability, whether it's with the president of the United States or whether it's with these agencies. It is our duty. It is our responsibility. And it's going to be it, it comes fraught with peril. As you know, the past president is dealing with that peril. Some members of Congress, some members of the media deal with that peril for speaking yeah. their mind and bringing the truth to the American people. But if you love your country, you must not turn your eyes away from the facts and you must uh, you must at least acknowledge them, even if you might not agree with them. Well, and I believe talking again, going back to the issue of the schedule, uh, we need to see this Congress now, these investigating committees start where at the incipient point, at least as far as uh, awakening the American people. I believe the Congress has to start with a very high pro. There's a there is a festering boil within all of this uh, in the Biden regime and in the federal government. And that festering boil is all surrounding Hunter Biden and his noxious uh, evidence that it was on his laptop, his many crimes that are just been delayed, deferred and uh, sweetheart deals constructed uh, there. The first, I believe, uh, subpoena should go directly against Hunter Biden, because that is where uh, that's the incipient point. Well, we should definitely be talking to Hunter Biden and we shouldn't expect Hunter Biden, who is a flawed individual. It is definitely indeed a tragic personal story. That aside, we need to talk to Hunter Biden. But let's not think that Hunter Biden was the mastermind of this whole thing for now, maybe decades of grifting off the American people and trading on the brand of of Senator, Vice President and now Joe Biden. And, and, and that's uh, Hunter Biden's former business partner. Devin Archer's words, trading on the brand. It's not mine. So if he acknowledges that, and, and I imagine, and you, as you know, Lou, he was also intimidated from not coming in and speaking to uh, congressional investigators in the Oversight and Judiciary Committee. He was intimidated by the Department of Justice. So let's wonder what he might have said had he not been intimidated. And, and so those are the circumstances that we find ourselves in. This couldn't be the stakes couldn't be higher for our country and the allegations couldn't be more uh, extraordinary in the face of a of a Democrat, uh, democratically elected uh, uh, president in a, in, a, in a republic, in a constitutional republic where we depend on people of integrity to uphold the laws. And, and if we're not going to if, if we don't, if we can't count on these people, then this is what we get, which is right. out and outright tyranny and grifting from the American people. I don't think the American people are going to be willing to stand for it. They just need to be given the complete set of facts. And what we don't have right now is a complete set of facts, which is why we need the power of the inquiry to either clear this president's name or follow down the path that the facts have currently taken us on. We're talking with Congressman Scott Perry, chairman of the Freedom Caucus. We're talking about the hypothetical that if we can't depend on our uh, FBI, our Department of Justice, our intelligence communities, uh, it's no longer a hypothetical. We can't depend on them. We're going to continue that discussion with Scott Perry here in just a moment. Please stay with us. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. 
So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with Congressman Scott Perry, chairman of the Freedom Caucus. And Congressman, amongst the the many madnesses of this Biden regime, uh, we have a president who now is, it is absolutely, unequivocally, Uh, clear to even his most ardent uh, and uh, fevered supporters in the Marxist left, that he is incapable of carrying out his duties as president of the United States. We are all holding our breath. We are watching a man who we know to be a puppet. He is impaired. He's compromised. His administration is a joke. Uh, It is a sad and tragic joke, but nonetheless, a joke that has been perpetrated on the American people by the Marxist Democratic Party. The Democratic Party put forward two. You mentioned a moment ago that Hunter Biden is a flawed person. What would we describe Kamala Harris and Joe Biden as, if not flawed, inept, uh, two of the worst possible people you could put forward for the most powerful offices in this government? And that is the responsibility of the party that did just that. They knew their flaws. They knew exactly what they were getting. The American people didn't. They foisted them upon the American voter. Uh, There should be a great accounting uh, for the Democrat Party uh, for what they have done to the nation. You're absolutely right, Lou. And we all fall short of the God, fall short of the grace of God. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about not only incompetence. And I, I think that most people realize that that President Biden isn't really in charge of much in Washington, D.C. The staff is running the show and it's acolytes of the left that are that are running our country by by their own committee. And, and he's the he's the mouthpiece when he's allowed to go to the podium and they just hold their breath that he doesn't embarrass them and us further. But that having been said, elections have consequences and the American people are seeing now the consequences of a, of a radical left wing organization that has no interest in the greatness of America, that has no interest in what has made us great, what has brought us to this point, and what has kept us at the pinnacle of dominance uh, of freedom around the world. And now we're being challenged by, by, by Russia, by, by North Korea, by China, certainly. Uh, you know, the fact that we're giving Iran, the greatest terrorist nation on the planet, $6 billion at the same time that they are seeking nuclear weapons and a delivery system for which to deliver those weapons to the state of Israel and to the United States itself should be appalling and shocking to every single citizen. And then knowing that while all this is happening, there's a potential that uh, that the president himself is is been compromised by the Communist Party of China and by oligarchs and nefarious individuals in places like Romania and Ukraine and Russia should be shaking to the core to the American people. We, we have a wonderful country where we wish to breathe free, but you are not in a free country 
where you can't decide and you have no choice about what the what the the, the leaders do with your money and then tell you you can't buy the stove that you want to buy, can't drive the car that you want to buy, but yet you're supposed to support people coming to the country illegally in the tunes of thousands per month uh, to take your jobs and take your hard-earned pay in the way of benefits. Meanwhile, you can't pay for the gasoline in your tank, you can't pay for the groceries on your table, so, and you can't pay for the electricity to, to, to light your own. It's outrageous. It is outrageous. And what I can't understand, and I've been covering Congress and this political economy of ours for almost a half century. This is, I, I don't see congressmen standing up in their seats in, in the House of Representatives screaming that this country's under attack because we are. It is self, it is absolutely evident. We are not talking about a cover-up. We're not talking about just corruption. We're talking about a federal government that has been taken over by a cabal of Marxist stems that control the Democrat Party. And everyone in that House of Representatives knows that, whether Republican or Democrat or Independent. Uh, and there should be no even suggestion, it seems to me, that this would not be all hands on deck, a crisis uh, recognized by our uh, the, our last and best hope, which is this Republican House of Representatives, uh, and and to 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 make of it what they must, and that is uh, the future of this this country at risk. They have to take action. You have to take action, and I know that the freedom without the Freedom Caucus, we know that Kevin McCarthy would still be drooling in a dark corner somewhere, sucking on his thumb, trying to have somebody in the establishment tell him what to do. Well, we're, we're in the absence of leadership as an army. As an army guy, Lou, you know, we used to say in the absence of orders attack, and that's what the Freedom Caucus is going to do. That's what we have been doing. And uh, unfortunately, the Republican conference has, a, you know, we're only strong as our weakest link. And, and of course, we're not getting a lot of help from, from many members of the Senate. And, and so these are perilous times, but we are gonna continue to shout from the mountaintops that yes, this nation, its citizens are under attack by its government who is at war is literally at war with the well-being of the American people and the things they believe in and the things that they want from their federal government. And we're, for one, I, for one, and the Freedom Caucus is going to stand up and shout from the mountaintops, shout from our seats every single day and take every single action. We're going to war against this government that is weaponized against our citizens, against our bosses. We will not accept it. And every single day we're going to wake up with that fire in our belly to go stand up for the American people who feel like and understand and recognize that Washington, D.C. has left them behind, is not speaking for them, and does not care about what's good for them. Well, God bless you, because war it is. Uh, the war has been waged by the left, the Marxist left in this country for uh, for better than a, certainly a decade, perhaps two. And uh, it, it's time to join. Long overdue. Long overdue. And join. we need we need even the weakest links in our Republican conference to step up. Don't worry about the next election. Worry about saving this republic. Do the right thing. The power that we have is the power to take away the money from these agencies that are using our very own tax dollars against us. That's the authority that our Constitution gives us. And we should use that full authority at every single time. 
to the fullest measure. And we should also use the power of investigation and oversight that the House of Representatives has to shine the light on this grand corruption that is rife throughout this administration and its agencies. Well, well said, and uh, God bless you, as I said, for all that you and the Republican conference is doing. Uh, we uh, we look forward to talking to you soon, and I want to congratulate you as we conclude here on uh, winning the court case in which you uh, managed to preserve your privacy on your tele- on your cell phone from the uh, from the FBI and the Department of Justice. Uh, God bless the court in this instance. Uh, there's not many times I get to say that. Uh, well, that's true. And, and I don't know that it's over yet, but we're we're we praise God for the victories. And, and, yeah. and, and God bless you, too, Lou Dobbs, for staying in the fight with us. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to give you, if you will, your uh, concluding thoughts. You always get the last word on this show. Uh, your concluding thoughts, Congressman. My concluding thoughts are is, is that this investigation needs to be full steam. Understand we're getting into the presidential election. The Democrats are going to claim it's all politics to, to have to do with electoral politics. It does not. But we need to do move with haste. To, uh, to, to bring everything to light in, this, in these investigations, including the agencies, which now must be under intense scrutiny. That's number one. Number two, we have got to use the power of the purse to defund these agencies and to bring them back in the line to, with the wishes of the American people. Unfortunately, we've got some weak links in our conference and we're going to have to deal with them, but we have to deal with them effectively and go to battle against a a Senate and a Democrat party in the White House and in the Senate that is is looking to spend more money and weaponize more government against the American people that are forced under the, the boot of tyranny and the force of law to pay these bills. They can't afford their groceries. They can't afford gasoline or or the electricity bill, let alone a new car or a new home. And uh, and that's who we need to be fighting for. And that needs to be our viewpoint as we go into this battle with a smile on our face, but resolve to save this republic. And the only way to do so is to root out evil. Scott Perry, thank you for being with us. Congressman Scott Perry, chairman of the Freedom Caucus, we thank you so much. And God bless you and God save America. Yes, God save America. Thank you, Lou Dobbs. God bless you. Congressman Scott Perry, great American and chairman of the House Freedom Caucus. Thanks, everybody, for being with us today. Tomorrow, we bring you a Saturday episode of The Great America Show. We'll be joined by Billy Bush, heir to the Anheuser-Busch dynasty. We talk about, well, Bud Light, the woke culture, and the impact on his once family-owned beer company. Please join us for that tomorrow and each and every day. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight and join us on LouDobbs.com as well. Let me share with you this quotation from a great patriot and minister when the Revolutionary War started in 1775. John Peter Gabriel Muhlenberg told his congregation this, quote, In the language of the Holy Writ, there is a time for all things. There is a time to preach and there is a time to fight. And now is the time to fight. Mullenberg spoke those words to the congregation before leaving to join General George Washington's troops in Virginia. Mullenberg would fight in many battles. He rose to Major General in the Continental Army, and he served the Continental Army and the United States until 1783. His words as true today as then. 
Thanks, everybody, for being with us. God bless you. May God bless and save America.